0: Welcome to the Matthew Clark interviews podcast, where we sit down with the industry's key figures. Today we're talking to Davide Champion, sales manager at Sella and Mosca winery. Based in Sardinia, the team at Sella and Mosca produce wines with an unmistakable personality and have done so for over a century. Thank you so much for being here today, Davide. Um, How are you finding London?
1: Uh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> By the way, first of all, I'm pretty good. I feel very, very comfortable. Thank you.
0: Good, good. So um, the range of Salamosca wines—they're relatively new to our range. Um, could you give us a quick overview of Salamosca for those unfamiliar with the winery?
1: Yes, sure, of course. Salamosca, obviously, for for the people who actually do not know that much about Salamosca, is considered one of the uh, most prestigious wineries. In, uh, in our country and obviously I usually like to say that uh, for many reasons Salemoska is the leader of the uh, Sardinia region. Mm-hmm. And uh, quickly explaining a little bit about the dimension about the history of Solemosca. let's say firstly that the winery was established in 1899, so we have a long story over than 100 years. And then for um, talking about the um, dimension of the winery Solemosca is as over than 600 hectares. Under vine, and obviously we take care of all the typical indigenous varieties of the Sardinia region, because first of all we have to be focused uh, on uh, on uh, on the typical grapes uh, of the Sardinia. But there is an interesting story behind the, the Sele Mosca, and that's the reason also why we cultivate with the great results a lot of international varieties. So over than six hundred hectares, where Sele Mosca is based, is based in Alghero. It's one of the you know one of the wine area of the region, even if you can have many different area production in Sardinia, by the coast or the internal part. Anyway, so, uh, Selimosca is in, in Alghero, just behind the city, like 10 kilometers behind the city, uh, in the internal part, in a, in a specific place called Localitai Piani. That's where the headquarters is, the majority of our our vineyards are, um, and if you want, we can include a lot, uh, some more other areas in the wine Scenario of the region. One is in Galura, and the other one is the deep south so of the of the island, which is Carignano del sources So, mm-hmm. so basically, I would say a big company, long history, and uh, one of the most prestigious brands in the Italian scenario. Mm-hmm. With uh, you know, with the, we have to take care of uh, of the, the typical grapes of the island and uh, to be very really representative of the region. Yeah.
0: So you, you said very very long history. I understand. There's also something of an Egyptian connection.
1: Uh, well, actually, it's not really related to Salemoska only, but uh, it, it's very clear. It's very simple to understand. You know, when you when you take a look at the map of the the Mediterranean area, you see that Sardinia is right in the middle of the Mediterranean. So I usually takes advantage of uh, of uh, the very very long time ago history to explain and to go to the final. Uh, situation which is the grapes cultivated in Sardinia. There is something related to the Phoenicians area because uh, everybody wanted to dominate Sardinia since the Phoenicians time and that was right in the middle of the trade routes from the Phoenicians first, the Greek, the Romans and the Catalan that, by the way, dominated the Sardinia region and specifically Alghero area for over than 400 years between the 14th and the 18th century. So, uh, right through this route from the Phoenician origins Sardinia was really really you know interested by the lot of uh, domination and everybody was fighting to, to, to head that point right in the center of the mediterranean so we have a long story um, in the island and obviously in Argero and finally also in the Salle Mosca
0: mm-hmm. and I understand that this isn't the only history celebrated at um Sella Mosca either because um, you have a museum on site
1: uh, correct. We have a we have a museum. We have a lot of things showing the you know the environment that surrounds the the wine. also because one of our main tasks is to be, uh, you know, res, um, to, to really respect the the, the, the the environment, to really respect the history of, of the island and of the place where we are. And that's why in Mosca there is a great museum that shows. All the different uh, passages in uh, in uh, in the time from the Phoenician origins to the. Um, let's mention uh, um, the most important uh, uh, period, which is the Neuragic period. That's why we actually found also in Selen very close to, into, to the Moskva state, a uh, um, Neuragic uh, necropolis. And that's why the museum tried to show to all the people coming to visit us uh, the different uh, ages uh, and so the different cultures mm-hmm. that influenced it. Not only San Mosca, but obviously all the Sardinia Rio. So really, really interesting, with a lot of uh, a lot of tools of you know found out during uh, refurbishment working or uh, um, any kind of uh, necropolis, for instance. But many, many, many things. So this museum is really, really interesting and full of these traces of the past.
0: Mm-hmm. And because the, the winery has been founded well over a century ago, so many, many years ago. What do you think was or what was the original goal and philosophy that drove the winemaking really and, and has that changed over the years? Uh,
1: th- thank you for asking that because it's really really interesting to to share because basically people automatically think that Salemosca was started as a winery since the beginning but uh, it 's not true, actually, the first uh, activity in the winery was the nursery growing, so we were just the post philosera period and it was the, the end of the nineteenth century where the majority of the European areas production areas i mean were destroyed by the philoa for um, not really well known reason that specific part of the Sardinia that was attacked as well by the Philocera, but not the Salamosca area, no where Salamosca is based. These, the, the two founders, these two businessmen, that by the way, another funny story, they are not original from Sardinia, they came down from Piedmont, Sella and Mosca, Mr. Sella, uh, he was an engineer and Mr. Mosca was a lawyer, so that's why we have Sella Mosca uh, as our brand, that he takes uh, from, from the founders. They, ca- they came down and they found out that this specific 600 hectares slot was not attacked and they say, let's start uh, um, this activity of nursery growing and let's sell over Europe all the, all the vines and all the clones we want to experiment. We have some traces in all the books we find, we found in the winery that at a certain point these experiments went through over than 1000 different kinds of grape. Um, meantime, they were, let's say, experimenting as well, the vinification but at the end of the story in the late 60s they stopped actually with the nursery growing activity and Selle became 100% winery production estate mm-hmm. so it didn't start as a as winery but it became after 60 years yeah. that's a little bit the origins yeah wow
0: that's that's quite a, a different story actually. Def, definitely
1: yeah. a different story for you know the oldest established winery mm-hmm. you basically get in touch in Italy
0: yeah so you are based on, on Beautiful island of, of Sardinia. Um, now, I gather that protecting the local environment and ecosystem must be very important to the winery. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yes, it's true. It's very, very important. It has to be very, very important for Salemosca. What we are assisting in uh, the overall um, um, Italian production area, there is a uh, a lot of uh, attention to the environment and that's exactly how it's changing basically the philosophy in producing wine all over all over the country and of course Selle Mosca has to be part of this new project because this new different approach we basically talk every day about biological wine biodynamical wine or whatever Everything starts from the environment. Everything starts from the soil. You have to trade the soil properly. So, to respect the, envir- the environment, sorry, that's automatic to switch from a traditional way in cultivating your vineyards to a biological way. Uh, to, to really take care of the environment, respecting the soil. Um, the big news that uh, we have been working uh, um, for the last two years uh, in the biological conversion of our total vineyards, which is a huge uh, and demanding uh, work because there is no another example of a winery that is converting over than 600 hectares under vine in the biological system. So 100% um, concentrated and focused on the environment of Selle in trying to be as much natural as we can, mm-hmm. definitely yes. Yeah.
0: So it's really only respecting the soil and really looking after where you are then?
1: De- definitely, yeah. yes.
0: So could you talk a little bit more about the vineyards themselves then, um, the, the, the terroir as well, and, and if there's any challenges um, in the terroir?
1: Well, um, it's not difficult to cultivate uh, uh, vineyards in, uh, in Sardinia, basically on an on a island generally speaking, because the weather condition is very, very tough. Weather condition means uh, uh, typically dry, typically super hot and typically windy. And so uh, it's not easy to reach the right peak of the um, ripeness of the grape. Uh, as also because we have a, a lot of risk of overriveness thanks to the weather conditions especially where it, when, you know, during the worst summer season you can reach even like 40, 42 degrees and so um, it's really demanding to take care of vineyards especially when you are by the coast because windy um, and, uh, and super hot temperature does not really help the cultivation of the vineyards. Anyway, um, talking a little bit about the soil uh, and about the typical soil of that slot of the region. Um, it originally, as of the majority of uh, of the of the um, wine areas, was covered by the sea. So you have to imagine a long sedimentation of the sea. And uh, what we can find, if you take a look at the stratification of the soil in Alghero, which is really close to the coast, is a lot of sand. So I would say 60% is a sandy soil. We have a, a great traces of... Uh, Clay and uh, and uh, and uh, a little bit of limestone as well, but basically uh, we, we can say definitely sixty percent is a sandy soil. What what is really really interesting? There is a lot of uh, um, sandy stones, especially in that part of uh, of the island. I'm I'm do apologies. I don't actually do not know the translation in English, but. Uh, Um, Trachite e Arenarie that are the typical sandy soils that you find. But a lot of, of, uh, during the the refurbishment and the renovation of the vineyards, uh, Mm -hmm. you go just one meter down, one meter and a half down, you find a lot of stones. It's a funny story because we built up a huge wall in right in the middle of the vineyards. that's like our panoramic view. You have the overview of the entire properties and the, the wall was built up with all the stones we found in the couple of hectares surrounding the wall. What? Just, you know, to let people and to have an, an idea of how, how much is the composition of these, uh, these Sandy stones in the, in the, in the terroir. Yeah. Basically Sandy, anyway.
0: Fair enough. So, um, just about the, the wines um, a little bit then, um, I was reading that you're trying to, to bring an ancient grape um, called Torbato back into public consciousness, could you tell us a little bit about that grape?
1: Yes, of course, so Torbato, Torbato is a really, really ancient grape, So, as we said before, uh, all the grapes it's like uh, you have to consider, if you want to consider in a funny way, they move up and down in the Mediterranean and the, at the end they finally uh, found uh, the great terroir to feed that was partly in the Spain coast, part in the south of France and Sardinia as well. I'm talking about the Vermentino, the Torbato, and the Caronao that respectively are called uh, Vermentino, Torbato, and in Sardinia, or Malvoisois de Rossignol or the Gros Grain in France, and um, um, Garnacha and Alicante in, uh, in Spain. The Torbato comes from Torbat, and originally again from, uh, is from Spain. Uh, was cultivated. It has been cultivated for a long time in Sardinia, and it definitely became an ancient indigenous grape of the island. All the other producers they abandon the Torbato because it's really, very, very, very difficult to cultivate for a very technical, simple reason. I mean, uh, um, harvest uh, the Torbato has a very, very long vegetative cycle, so it's no uh, like the other white grapes, white varietal, I mean that at the end of um, August, uh, beginning of September they are ready for the harvest. So the, the, the right ripeness. The torbato needs to stay on the plant until the end of September but more or less. But you know this uh, this can you know causes also a risk of overripeness. So you have to be very very careful first of all when you when you bring the torbato in your cellar uh, you have definitely to vinify the wines and you discover the torbato it's so difficult to clarify to obtain the classic white color of torbato so a lot of clarification because there is a technical chemical reason there is a lot of pectin inside the you know the the skin of the of this wine so clarification is so t- so tough so hard Mm, you can imagine most of the Sardinian producers and they, you know, in, in one second they say at a certain point the Torbato, you know, something too, 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 too demanding, too difficult. We're going to replace with the Vermentino. Selemosca had the uh, right quantity of vineyards to continue the experiments on Torbato and also was the richest company in the area. In the, in the, in, in the and they say, no, we have to preserve the grape. We definitely have to keep going with the grape. That's why, starting from the beginning of the 70s, Torbato was cultivated exclusively in Salle Mosca and uh, that's why we are so proud to say that we keep going with this uh, ancient uh, grave that otherwise would have been disappeared, you know.
0: Yeah, so because we stock the Torbato di Alguero, Terribianchi, how would you describe this wine as, as a finished product?
1: Well, um, you. By the uh, first of all, you stop the Terre Bianche, Torbato. Terre Bianche in Italian means white land, and so let's say first, firstly, the, the Torbato fits very well, where there is a great presence of calcareous mar in the soil. So, so not specifically the you know the slot with a lot of clay, limestone or sandy, but uh, we, we, we we found out that where the calcareous is uh, present in a high quantity, the torbato grows very, very, very well. And we decided to give the name Terre Bianca from the White Lane, where the characteristic is the color of the, of the calcareous mar. Um, really, really interesting in terms of elegance and delicatess. Of the wine, final result in the glass, which is completely and it's uh, uh, interesting, completely different from the Vermentino, because Vermentino um, is such an in- interesting and intense notes of fruit, m- immediately from the nose to the mouth. The Torbato is more mineral and flower, and then you um, you 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 really appreciate also some citrus notes. They are not really present in the Vermentino, so. Uh, the final taste I would say, an elegant mineral and floral wines with a lot of um, alternatives in terms of pairing, so I would describe as a versatile wine uh, compared to the Vermentino.
0: Mm-hmm. So you men- mentioned the Vermentino, now Sardinia is very well known for Vermentino. For what is it about this grape that makes it so suited to Sardinia?
1: Vermentino um, again, is um, it's the majority of the, of the production of the island, uh, even if you have uh, great um, cultivation of Vermentino by the uh, Liguria coast, the Tuscany coast, but we can uh, easily say that the 75% of the total Vermentino production in our country is in Sardinia. So, it's easy to understand that finally the Vermentino fits very, very well in the island. And um, we do have in our range, uh, uh, obviously, the Vermentino di Sardegna denomination. Uh, that means also, as for the reg- Regulamentation, but the Regulamentation came you know, came later uh, uh, later of the grape. Uh, the Vermentino di Sardegna, we, 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 we can see that fits very well all over the island for, from north to south. Because that's a kind of white varietal that is uh, resistant to the weather conditions, so to the wind and uh, and to the super dry and hot temperature. So at the end, that's why the seventy percent of the overall production of Vermentino is in Sardinia, with great result and uh, of the uh, for this grape.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, besides these, these whites, we also stock the reserve wines. Could you tell us a little bit more about these um, these wines?
1: Um, yeah, you saw the, the Reserva um, Canonal, the Sardinia Reserva, that obviously is uh, is uh, one of the top product of uh, of Salernosca, and uh, you also saw the Carignano del Sulcis Reserva. So, um, canonao could be produced, could be cultivated and produced all over the island, so including Alghero, where we are based, and you may have a, um, a couple of denominations, the classic Canonali di Sardegna and the canonao di Sardegna Reserva. A reserva for canonao means a minimum period of aging of two years, uh, of which six months, at least in wood. Uh, but at the end of this period, between wood and bottles, you can release your reserva canonao. So, total of two years. For the Carignano de Succi, which is a specific denomination for the Carignano grape, uh, only f- in the Succi's area, which is southwest of the island, in front of Sant'Antioco Island, another beautiful location of Sardinia. Carignano de Succi's could be classic one, it uh, could be a reserva as well. You stock the reserva. Uh, in this case the regulation is a little bit less strict than the canon opera because after six months you can release your Carignano Reserva then um, you know you, you start from uh, from the rules but then you have your production philosophy and in Salamosca we believe that Carignano uh, if the Carignano Reserva stays at least one year in small cast in this case barrique uh, the final result is it's good so we are we are really happy. So we basically age the Carignano for at least one year as well. Mm-hmm. And this is more or less in few words uh, the reserva meaning of our Cannonau and Carignano.
0: Yeah. Now yeah, we also have two wines from um grapes grown in in Alghero. Um, they're primarily Cabernet Sauvignon. Could you tell us a little bit about these wines?
1: I, I guess this is the most fascinating story uh, related to Salemosca and to Sardinia because the first question also for the people not really familiar with, uh, you know, the composition of the different uh, terroir and, uh, and the grapes cultivated in the island, say, uh, why you cultivated Cabernet Sauvignon in Sardinia? And I have to tell you something, uh, at the moment uh, the most important wine from Salemosca, the flagship of the company is a 100% Cabernet Sauvignon, so we go definitely outside the classic grapes and the classic range of a typical sardinian winery Uh, again everything started that we we shared before from the experiments of the the founders about the nursery growing and at the end the cabernet sauvignon fits very well well in sardinia as well and so during the during the 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 years uh, we, we, we 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 you know we produced such a good cabernet sauvignon that we decided to have We have to say something, sorry, I don't want to be misunderstood. We started in the late 80s, so cultivation since the beginning of Cabernet Sauvignon. The production of the releasing of a bottle of 100% Cabernet Sauvignon was in the late 80s. So we cannot say that we have been producing Cabernet Sauvignon since the beginning. But the experiments, you know, they went go. Uh, since, since the, the, the the end of the last century. So, we 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 released for the first time this Cabernet Sauvignon that fits very very well in the island and it became the the flagship of the company, the one is called Marquesa de Villa Marina and awarded uh, several times with over the 90 points in the National Guide plus the three glasses on Amber Rosso in the last 20 years, I guess, 18 times. But what is really really really, really interesting to see that's it's completely different uh, cab uh, that you expect from other cab produced in Italy as well. So it's among the top expression of Cabernet with the island uh, um, influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, salty and uh, and herbaceous uh, as the other classic wine from yeah. the island. So really, really, really unique.
0: Yeah, we should all try it, shouldn't we? Definitely, I would <laughs> so, suggest. Um, so, just to, just to finish, what um, do you think will be the future for yourself as well as Salah Mosca? Uh,
1: well, as you can imagine, my passion in talking about the warnery, <laughs> I'm totally involved uh, uh, in this project and I've be working for one year and a half. I guess Salah Mosca has to continue uh, uh, the preservation of indigenous uh, grape uh, and has to be the real and the, the most... Uh, important uh, face and picture of the Sardinia because Selle Mosca means Sardinia. We are considered in certain way the leader of the region so we have to be the the leader also for the other producers and and we have definitely to be involved more and more in uh, you know helping Canonal, Vermentino, Torbato, all the typical grapes to spread out all over the world and to demonstrate and to share with our customers all over the world, uh, the um, experience of the um, typicity of our terroir, mm-hmm. which is pretty unique.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's a, a great you note know, to, uh, to finish on. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here today. Thank um, you so been, much uh, to you. It's been great to talk to you. To find out more about Sala Mosca, visit the Matthew Clark website or speak to your account manager. And join us next time when we will be chatting to José Luis and Laura, owners and winemakers at Casa Rojo.